Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vredenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life, and it is stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 38, and the topic for today is designing your life. Now, I got thinking about this topic because my day job is all about design, product design, and solutions design, and approaches to doing that. And there are a number of ideas, there's a number of techniques, and there's a number of overall approaches to product design that I think actually have some relevance to dealing with the development of uh, good habits that we talk about on this series on a regular basis. And I thought that doing an episode of bringing some of those ideas together may be valuable to you as another episode like the last one, which was talking about uh, developing skills into habits as introductory or overview ideas for whatever the specific problem is or specific uh, skill or habit that you want to develop is. So these are intended as overall general approaches as you think about a variety of different topics. And then we'll again get into other episodes over the next while looking at specific areas of interest and specific skills to develop as well. But today then we'll think about the overall approach to applying the approaches regarding designing products to designing your life. Let's start with some quotes from some people who have had some interesting thoughts on this general area. Start with a quote from Jim Rohn, who says, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. Another of his quotes is, happiness is not something you postpone for the future. It is something that you design for the present. Les Brown says, we must look for ways to be an active force in our own lives. We must take charge of our own destinies, design a life of substance, and truly begin to live our dreams. Steve Jobs says, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you really want to become. Everything else is secondary. Napoleon Hill says, Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. And finally, Tony Robbins says, One reason so few of us achieve what we truly want is that we never direct our focus. We never concentrate our power. Most people dabble their way through life, never deciding to master anything in particular. Some ideas to think about when we talk about this overall perspective on using design as a mechanism for life change. Now realize that the ideas that we're talking about here are instances when companies want to develop something that others will want and use and pay for. And so they have to think about how to effectively make changes, how to effectively know what to change, how to 
create whatever it is that people want, make sure that they have it right, and also stay current and up-to-date and further develop the ideas over time as well to stay current. So again, these don't match perfectly. You won't want to take uh, uh, the design approach on every problem that you have necessarily, but I think it's a useful set of thoughts to apply to whatever of the ideas are that you are thinking of or already working on to change in your life. So the top 10 list starts with number one, to assess how your current product is doing. And the product in this case is yourself. Just like a company would with regard to a product that they're selling. How's it doing? How successful is it being? Think about whether the product, meaning you, is actually satisfying the owner's objectives for success. And that owner, of course, is also you. Number two is to set your strategic objectives, your future product success. You know, think about what you want it to be. Think about it in the same way that somebody might, uh, for a product, be writing advertising copy in terms of what someone would say about you. Is what somebody says about you what you want it to be? Are you perceived by others, whether your family or friends or co-workers or fellow students, professors, teachers, coaches, in the way that you would like to be perceived? Is it the case that you are what you yourself want to be? Again, a useful way of getting a perception of what might be appropriate to think about changing in slightly different ways than we may have dealt with in the past. Number three is to collect and prioritize the list of new requirements to add to your product, you, as well as problems to fix. Here again, the typical situation that a company finds itself in is identifying fairly long lists of things that you know customers have suggested as further improvements to the product as well as problems that actually needed to be fixed and most product design and development teams want to make sure that they've got a balance between the new features and also fixing problems so here again too as you look at your list of requirements for the product you you also want to get a sense of What are some of those new things that you want to develop that you'd like to have people perceive that you are and you feel that you are as well, as well as just fixing some problems, eliminating some problems that exist today. You don't want to only be working on one or the other. Number four is to decide on the design features that are going to go into the next release. And a next release is typically, at least in the software industry, anywhere between six and 12 months. So again, you don't want to be thinking of necessarily all the things that you want to fix forever and ever, because you can't be working on all those at once. There's certain resources, there's certain, in a product development environment, there are uh, only a set number of people that can be working on a particular release. There's only a certain amount of time to be able to devote to incorporating those new features into the new release of the product. Same goes for you. You also shouldn't be overextending what it is that you want to accomplish. You want to 
identify just the right number of things that you can afford, meaning you actually have the time and the effort and the resources to be able to change in a reasonably short you know, period of time. And of course, this, uh, this time frame that I've talked about here too, if you think of the episode we did on the developing skills into habits, you realize the six to 12 month horizon is also a very good one for virtually any of the skill development times that we talked about. Perhaps the only exception being the mastery category, if you've already listened to that episode. So you want to decide on the design features and think of them as that, that you want to incorporate into the new release of you within the next, you know, six to 12 months and for the next release. Number five is write the specification, what the new design will look like. And this is an instance again, where the ideas of not just having the thoughts in your head of what it is that you want to uh, change and then just blindly going off and deciding to just go and change those things or start to develop those new ideas. What you want to do is do a little bit of thinking and writing down of what that, you know, design for your, the new you, the new release of you would actually look like. Give it some details, give it some thoughts, give it some, some fleshing out of the ideas and think through what are the features that you want to actually consider. Going back again to to this notion of what would you like to write down also as the advertising copy of what you would like this release to tell others about yourself, about what's new, about the new release of the product you. Is it uh, a set of characteristics that will really make a difference to you and to others' perceptions of you? Or are you really coming up with th- some things that are only a few fixes and, you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be valuable, but, you know, they're really not going to hit the bar. They're not going to make everybody sit up and take note. Well, maybe you want to uh, change that design specification a little bit to uh, further boost, making sure that you're actually doing a sufficient focus on the new things you want to develop and not just something that uh, may not really make a difference because you have to have to realize that you got to feel really good about having done this work and you want to make it worth it. So number six is to build the prototype to try out the new designs and to see what you think. So this is an instance when you will have, you know, the prototype is basically a, a mechanism, a way of Uh, taking the idea from the idea and from the written specification on paper and making it a reality, but not necessarily making it the final reality. You just want to quickly make the change. If it's doing something different in your life, just start to do that one thing a little differently, just so you can get your own sense of what that's like. And you might want to do it, depending on, again, what it is that you chose to change, you might want to do that quite of, kind of quietly. Just do it on your own. Get your own feel of whether you think this is the right way to, you know, make this change. What does it feel like to you? And number seven is to get some feedback on that prototype. See what others think. See how 
in more real environments, not just in your own private one, how it actually works. And again, I'm purposely being general because this should apply to a variety of different uh, areas of your life and problems that you may want to consider. And so I'll be general here, but here you want to just honestly look for feedback as to whether this is working, whether this is an appropriate thing to change, whether you've chosen the right thing to change and the right thing about it, you know, to change as well. Feedback is critical and what's really important too in product development as it is in designing your life is to be honest with yourself, is to get unbiased feedback and unbiased in a variety of different ways. You don't want to necessarily only be seeking out feedback from people that will say a positive comment regardless because that may not be helpful in really changing and knowing whether you're doing the right thing in changing what you're changing. On the other hand, you could also seek feedback from someone who is always negative and that's equally unsuccessful and maybe even more damaging in the sense that it might be more demotivating across the board. So you want to make sure that you're gathering feedback from yourself as well as from others to see whether you're being effective and you're going to make sure that you're getting unbiased feedback on how that idea has been fleshed out into the specification, into the the prototype, the new way that you're doing whatever it is that you want to do. Number eight, again, this is consistent with what product teams do. They tend to iterate. They tend to gather feedback and then incorporate the changes back into what they're working on. So here's an instance when you've now tried to change the one thing that considering changing and you now have a new way of doing it. You've gotten feedback on it. Now's the time to ideally also write down what kind of feedback you got and say, hey, I'd like to tweak this particular aspect of this. And I want to reinforce again that this is for a wide range of topics. This is not just the core, you know, getting uh, healthier, getting fitter, those types of topics that we also talked a little bit more about last time. This is if you want to improve the way that you do presentations, the way that you are um, more appreciative of others, that you are developing your relationships with others, that you want to increase the likelihood and your effectiveness of expressing gratitude to others, uh, whether there are particular things that you're changing in the way that you want to develop your skills in terms of career directions. If you want to change your anger management, I'm just thinking through all the variety of topics that we've dealt with in this series. This approach applies to any or all of them. And the overall system is one that is being tried and true, uh, used in product development uh, many, many, many years. So the notion here is to iterate constantly, getting feedback, concentrating on that feedback, deciding what that feedback suggests in terms of what you need to change. Change that and then do another cycle of feedback on it as well. So you want to keep, number nine, is to keep those iterations going. You, as you further develop, especially if you're developing these skills during those three to six weeks, if it's a simple type of behavior or if it's a more deep 
more complex uh, behavior, the three to six months or more that we talked about during the last episode, you want to make sure that you've gone through probably somewhere in the neighbor of like 10 or so, you know, iterations or cycles of trying things differently and then making, uh, getting feedback on it, making corrections to the approach that you're taking and like, you probably want to do that number of iterations before you're at the point where you said, ah, you know, I've now got it. You know, this thing is now instantiated. This is now uh, fully developed. And now I've developed this skill into a habit. So during that period, when you're developing that skill into a habit, you want to be iterating and further improving and honing. And this is all aspects of it, not just the actual, you know, skill itself. You want to also be, you know, gathering feedback and iterating on a lot of the environmental things that we talked about as well. What can you do to further optimize, improve the way that you do this by changing other things in, in the environment that are not just the actual skill of focus itself? Number 10 is to celebrate your product launch and to reap the benefits. So you now have worked on some features, some skills that you've developed into habits that you deemed would be appropriate for your new you, the new release of you. And you now are satisfied that you've gotten to that point. Well, hey, do just like companies do in announcing and celebrating in partying and celebrating uh, that you've achieved what you've achieved. And also, as companies do, after you then have really declared that you're there, you want to see how that is still working over time, the changes that you made. But now you want to also go on to the next cycle of the next major area of focus that you want to put into the next release of you. So you want to, again, just like, you know, companies do with regularly on a six to 12 month cycle thinking of, you know, what kinds of things we want to improve. You want to do that for the product you, you know, as well. So as you look at announcements from companies, as you hear rumors that they're developing something new, think about those ideas as they apply to you yourself. Again, this isn't the sole way to think about how to improve your life. But if you're in this type of industry at all, if you do any amount of, you know, product development or even improvement in, you know, processes and systems in a variety of work environments or university ones, apply those ideas to the most important product that you could possibly work on, and that is you. I see a lot of designers that know the ideas that I've just been talking with you about, they would naturally carry out these types of steps if they're thinking about a product that they're developing, but they would never think about applying these ideas to their own lives. And as a result, you know, can stagnate, can be confused, can be stuck in terms of self-improvement, when in fact, I would argue they already know a lot of the systems and the approaches that work really well in uh, their day-to-day jobs as designers, they can also apply those ideas to the design of their own lives as well. 
which is really just the overall theme here. So some ideas to get you thinking about further improving your life by thinking about your life as being and you as being a, a product. So I hope those ideas were useful to you. Do let me know too if they are or if you have some you know concerns about them as well. You can always get in a hold of me at lifehabits at gmail.com. You can also be in touch with me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Carl Vredenberg. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash Carl Vredenberg. And you can also go to the website, uh, lifehabits.net, and leave a comment there as well. And I have uh, received some feedback over the last while. Okay, I got a letter from yours uh, that reads, Hi Carl, first of course, I want to thank you for the time and the effort you put into each show. I discovered it a bit late, so in the beginning I was a rate of three episodes a week, but it was certainly helpful. And he also makes a suggestion for a future episode topic, which I will also uh, incorporate into the list of planned topics over time. I also uh, received a uh, another email or another actual comment via uh, Facebook that uh, also provided a suggestion for a future topic from uh, Cindy. I'd like to thank Cindy for that as well. So that will be into the hopper for the future as well. And then I got a comment from uh, Twitter, uh, or actually via Twitter from Wallace, who says, is there any other way to listen to this podcast? I had sent out a tweet, as it's called, about uh, listening to this podcast in iTunes. And he makes the comment, it is not possible for using the Brazilian Apple Store. And then he wrote another tweet saying, never mind, I just found it on your website. And he found the lifehabits.net. I wrote him back saying, glad you found the site, Wallace. And he wrote back saying, uh, I'm more than you are, believe me. And so that from Wallace. So thanks so much for those comments. Uh, Wallace, I wanted to just encourage all of you to continue to provide any uh, comments. And also wanted to make the point that in the iTunes store, as well as in the Zoom marketplace, there is a place in there for a rating and also a comment. And uh, I would greatly appreciate it if uh, some of you would, in fact, if you feel so inclined to go in there, provide a rating and a comment. I think it's been a while since there have been any in there, and I really do appreciate those as well. So I'd encourage you to do that as well. So that's the topic for this week. I'd like to try to uh, keep these going as I promised last episode on a weekly basis. I also want to keep them roughly in the about 30 minutes or so uh, time frame because I've also understood from a number of you that you'd like to have it 30 to 40, 45 minutes in length, not a lot longer and a lot not a lot shorter either. So I'd like to uh, keep it to that, which this one is as well. So the ideas for this week then, designing your life. Hope that's helpful to you. We'll talk to you all next time and bye for now.